0: And even... Checkout's not until 4, so...
1: Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
2: Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day.
0: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh oh Two pros God. and a cup of <laughs> Joe. Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh!
2: Levar Why does he Eric do that said. every
1: time? Every so. time Fifty Cent comes on, he turns uh, into yeah. a different yeah. person. Is that Fifty Cent? Is
2: that,
1: I have no is, idea. That's 50 cent. Oh. Who
2: cares? Uh, It is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn. (laughs) Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Thursday morning, we appreciate you doing so. We are going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. So uh, the face of Big Noon kickoff, and I know a lot of you are thinking Rob Stone. No, no, no. That, he's the face of the PBA coverage on Fox. Uh, the Professional Bowlers Association does a fine job with that. Uh, Brady Quinn. Rob is Parker. Fa- no, that's uh, Rob Stone. Uh, Brady oh. Quinn is the uh, face of Big Noon Kickoff. And uh, so you were at Big 12 Media Days there because Brett Yormark, the, uh, the commissioner, he was saying that uh, they're going to introduce like a new, younger, hipper Big 12, whatever the hell that means. What, what's yeah. the plan of attack there? What are we doing?
3: Well, no, look – I think what he's alluding to is not necessarily that um <laughs> the Big Twelve is old fashioned. It's just it's trying to update some things, whether it's it's stuff around the conference, their their social media platforms, things of that nature, to get them more up with the times. I mean when you compare it to what a lot of other conferences have conferences have been doing from their own networks or even just their social media platforms it seems as if, you know, they're, they're drawing a little more interest, a little more engagement. And, you know, if you're looking at building a brand and that's what it's, it's kind of about, like right now, if you look at the, the landscape of college sports, it's all about the brands. Now, that tends to be with schools, but these schools are also associating their brands with the brands of the conferences that they're realigning to. Right. So the Big Ten or the SEC, which is where the movement's been. So for the Big 12, it's about trying to prop up their brand. And what that means with Oklahoma and Texas eventually moving on in 2025, maybe sooner, which was honestly – it was a topic of conversation that was kind of interesting because, you know, you're getting BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, uh, and Houston all entering into the Big 12 next year. And yet you've still got Oklahoma and Texas there. So you're looking at a 14-team conference and saying for 2023, 2024 – you very well could be having a 14-team conference where – what do you do? Do you have divisions? If you have divisions, do you set it up where there's the potential chance that the two teams, Oklahoma and Texas, are in opposite divisions and have a chance to play off for your conference championship? It it probably wouldn't look good if you ended up doing it that way, right? Um, And so there's all these thoughts and things that are out there as far as how you handle the four teams that are coming into the conference, how you handle the two that are going out. And then what do you do with interest from other teams who might want to try to sneak into that um, you know, central time zone TV window or more into the eastern time zone window if you're Oregon or Washington or any other schools that are interested, like Colorado, that obviously was a part of the Big 8 back in the day and, and probably geographically makes sense to be a part of the Big 12. How do you go about handling all of that? So that was a lot of the conversations that were going on. I, I think the one definitive thing and – outside of the like, younger, hipper, cooler thing, is Brett Yormark continually discussed national. Like he wants the Big 12 to be national. And when to me, when I heard that probably two or three times during the course of his press conference, it led me to think that he really does want to bring in schools with a, a bigger geographic footprint. Because I don't think the Big 10 or the SEC are going to keep expanding like some pundits out there will tell you. I think they'll maybe get this, you know, 16, 18 teams tops, but that's it, right? I think if you look at um, the Big 12, I I don't think that they would be against going to maybe 20 and and expanding this thing to bring in a lot of other brands they feel like are value, And they might not be Big 10 SEC, but they might be a tier right below because I feel like there's a space for them and there's value in that. So we'll see where this whole thing goes, but you could definitely – you could definitely feel that they know they want to make a move. And, and honestly, if you look outside the Big Ten and SEC and if those conferences don't want anyone else to, you know, to, to invite them in, the Big 12 is the one that seems like they're open for business. I mean, and that's not my words. Those were his words from his press conference yesterday.
1: I think that's smart. Yeah. I think that's really smart because there's a lot of good football out there that's being played. And if you know and you understand the game and you're a fan of the game, you're talking you know these teams more often than not are local local um businesses anyway the school is a local business and 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 a lot of times the the fan base is is a local fan base meaning you can have chapters around the country and and you can have followings but the the concentration of the, the, the buy-in, the concentration of where where people are going to be is where these schools are, right? So if, you know, you take uh, Notre Dame, it's Indiana. You know, you're going to have a much more concentrated uh, group of supporters in terms of from businesses, in terms of just what surrounds the program there where the university is now you'll have satellite camps and st- or satellite schools and stuff that may be all over the, the state and different things like that i know penn state does and now penn state actually has like a world campus now right that you could do virtually you can expand your footprint in so many different ways to to involve the people who aren't localized but make no mistake about it as it applies to sports and especially things like football it's localized. So if you get a couple good localized like you know, you know a first school that like jumps out at you, for me, I think of a school like Iowa State or I think of a school like South Dakota. And and it's like they play good football and and they put guys into the league. And and so it's like all right, do you start looking at like a uh, like a Cincinnati You know, like, you know, a a team like Marshall, you know, when you see teams like that, that aren't, okay, they're not household names in terms of like the blue blood schools of, of football, but you can find some really, really quality football being played with quality fan bases. And that's the key to all of this is having the buy-in from the fan bases and to me, if that's the 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 kind of the direction you're going to go in, is like okay, everybody's going after the big brand schools, but there are some schools out there that aren't maybe big brand as as the biggest brands, but they do some quality things. Look, look at look at the Big East. Like, where's the Big East? Right? Like, we we taught like for a long time, the Big East for football and for basketball was like it was one of the it it conferences right where is it at now i mean does it even still exist i don't even think it, it still it exists it does yeah i believe fox Jeez. has it actually yeah i mean i, I Big fan. they they have fallen very far right like I it, mean, so it, it still does decent but it's it's not what it used to be you're right. you're right i just but but is there a market for it you know or will yeah. it go away right so it's kind of like to be the Big 12, people recognize the Big 12 and I'll say this, I think it's a smart smart move on his on his behalf, um the commissioner because to me, you don't want to get to the point of of not having relevance. Cuz then it's too late. The Big 12 still holds relevance and they can build on that and they can recover from the teams that are leaving. If they do it strategically, the right way,
2: it's also yeah. exciting football in that nobody really plays defense seemingly, and they're just going to you know score well, fifty, sixty points on. a game. Well, let me you know you know they don't
3: want to hear that noise.
2: Listen, Jeez. I mean it's just it it is what it is. Here's my question though: How much longer are we going to have a power five?
3: Like, I mean, I think you're already whatever you want to call the power five. That's fine, but you're already seeing separation within that. Yeah. And, I mean we can you can call it that, but I don't know that people view the power of five all equally. So you've got the, the SEC and Big Ten and it's kinda everyone else.
2: So so is this really just a race to see who's gonna be number three and and if we're if eventually and, and this has been talked about before to where it's gonna look, you know, kinda like AFC NFC, to where you're gonna have two maybe super conferences, is this really just to see who can gain control over the second conference next to the SEC and ACC, and that's why Brett Yormark and and the Big Twelve is trying to be aggressive. Uh, you know, um, I see the Pac twelve trying to make moves. The the ACC's been out there trying to negotiate with the Pac <laughs> twelve. I mean, the the, pro-
3: the problem with the Pac twelve is like I don't really understand what moves they have to make. Like they're not like what are they bringing to the table? You've already lost LA. Really, you're you're arguably your biggest brand in football, your biggest brand in basketball. You've got some other schools, but it's not like the addition of of those schools is bringing in huge brands that will bring in big ratings.
2: Wait, wait, hold on a second. I mean, you don't think that their COVID safety protocols put them in another level than every other conference? I mean, come well, on, Brady. And, and, well, I mean, and that's, they uh, sanitize the football in between plays in the Pac-12. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah,
3: well, and that's why they've exclusively gone to shotgun.
2: Yeah. So they make sure that there's no snap <laughs> on, on a, a center's sweaty
3: butt. Um, the, the, the truth is I actually think COVID is what put in the back of people's minds – especially if you were USC and UCLA, like, this ain't going to work for
2: us. <laughs> Bingo. Because yeah. cause
3: they weren't a first mover in any capacity. It was like they were waiting on other people to cancel their season in order to cancel their season. Like, they didn't even want to be the first to step out and go, yeah, we probably shouldn't play games then. Like, they they reacted off the Big Ten. And then the Big Ten, like, you had dudes picketing and fighting to come back and play. I mean, you didn't see that quite as much in the Pac-12, and so like it, everything was is always reactive, and I think that's the problem. Is you know when that's your conference, that's a problem. You know, I, you're you're awarded for being proactive, and that's exactly what USC and UCLA were, and so now I think if you're looking at the perception of the Pac-12 in comparison to the to the Big 12, which I actually think is much more stability and, and footing right now. And I don't think they're looking at saying, well, let's go add ACC teams necessarily. I think you might throw that out there. But the reality is I think you, you get some of those teams on the West Coast that are looking for some partners to come play with. And, and the Utah's and the Colorado's and, and the Arizona's, Arizona State's and maybe Oregon and Washington. You try to collapse all those teams in your conference and, and you have an 18 team conference that's got some really good football and a big geographical map like that might work. So I just the hard thing is is I just I don't see a, a, a bright future for the Pac-12 cuz I don't I don't think anyone's trying to move into that conference. I think everyone else is trying to move elsewhere.
2: Yeah. So it seems like uh, it's two pros and a cup of Joe Fox sports yeah. radio brought to you by discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. All right. It's so coming up next. Um, you know, going to get a quick hit uh, of my AG one huge it's fan of my AG one, uh, but coming up next uh, football, specifically the NFL, as you know, it is going to change in a major way we'll tell you why next year on fsr
0: be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app
2: Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Levar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Um, Apparently, later on this hour, uh, we are going to have an appearance from Live Bet Jesus. There has been a tweet sent out. um, You just teased Live Bet Jesus. Why he sent a tweet out? What do you want me to do? Yeah, he always teases Uh,
1: them.
3: Hey, it's formatics, man. No, he
2: always teases
3: him. Yeah, Yeah, it's the whole radio formatics. He says, but he really, he really thinks people will be like, "Oh, I gotta hang on and keep listening because Live Bet Jesus is coming." That's radio, man. It's
2: formatics, you know.
3: Right, but no one's gonna hang on and listen to our show because of Live Bet Jesus. The guy loses all the time. What do you
2: mean? He hasn't lost in weeks. Yeah, because he's only
3: bet once in weeks, and he bet um, what is it minus twenty thousand? Lee is that what uh, what the bet was in whatever the hell tennis
2: match it was?
4: Yeah, uh, amazingly, it was plus
2: 20,000. Uh, uh, I love how Lee's... No, no, minus
4: 20,000. Minus 20,000. And then. Uh it corrected itself, but it, yeah, he had uh, bet. He he found the uh, opportune time to, yeah. to bet. Great you know, odds, 20,
3: Jonas. 000. Way to go, man. Yeah, you know, keep it, keep in mind
2: that Scum, that uh, less than an hour ago, Brady Quinn buried Lee on the air for a Zach Wilson story, and in case you missed it, but now you're going to him so you can bury live at Jesus. I mean, you're just an equal opportunity. Because barrier. we
3: have that sort of relationship, Jonas. We're not like you were just passive aggressive. all the
2: time. God, it's just unbelievable. I mean, all I, I, I speaking of which, I tried to provide uh, you know a story to Brady for the BQ. He news yesterday, and and he basically said, and I quote, in a tweet, uh, or oh, in a, a tweet, in a, in a text. Excuse me, tweet? In a text. Sure? All right, oh, he geez. said, and I quote, I quote, we we only communicate on the air after nine a.m. Eastern time. Kiss my Irish ass, and, and
3: I it was, actually, you I was you so disgraced, Lavar. You want to hear the, hey, Levar, you you hear the actual text I sent him? Yes. I said, "Is that for your new segment tomorrow?" And his response was, "Sorry for bothering you." I was like, "Why would you get so upset?" I'm I just,
2: not. I, it's it was funny. like a playful
3: response that Jonas gets so sensitive because he's
2: sensitive.
3: It's um, Jonas is so sensitive.
2: Yeah. If, you, if you want to, uh, if you want to get somebody. To drop an attitude towards you, like if they're being some sort of have some sort of an attitude towards you, just, just play it just, like Jonas. No, no, would. just write back. Sorry for bothering you. It, it shuts them down completely. Shuts aggressive. them down.
1: Yeah, but it should be ten dollars. But you didn't say it. I did so, No, it's all well, right. I didn't. I'm simply but, providing
2: but some advice out there. That's for a people. passive
1: aggressive text I message.
2: I agree, but it works. It does work. It completely diffuses the situation.
1: I mean, I just don't understand why California people think that passive-aggressive is the best approach. I just don't get it.
2: I don't either, man. Listen, hey, where I grew up in Pittsburgh, we don't roll that way.
1: We certainly don't.
2: We go cow tipping. We uh, put fries on our sandwiches. (laughs) Cow tipping. Uh, We drink rolling rock. Maybe a little yingling from time to time. Some Iron City light. Again, but that's just, you know, where I'm from.
1: You know. I'm gonna start giving you the benefit of the doubt of your sarcasm versus your passive aggressiveness. <laughs> like you know,
3: <laughs> thank I'm you. Just
1: put, I'm gonna just shift to, to sarcasm. Kirk. Hey, I
3: hope you hammer him. That's what yeah. I hope. Why? Well, well, bring out that North Hills hammer,
1: the i H. I'm hitting to Pittsburgh today. Are so, you? Yeah, I
2: am. Where uh, you? Are you gonna see uh, any of the family? Go, uh... Uh,
1: Brandon Short. You know his. Uh, it's a sad story, man. His his daughter was tragically um she was murdered and he's doing a, a benefit dinner and function to raise awareness for gun violence and senseless violence and and stuff like that so he called up you know his closest guys to to support him so you know when one of my homies when one of the bros you know when they hit you you got to go so yeah. So I'm in the wind today.
2: Well, uh obviously uh our thoughts with him and uh you know travel safe out there and
1: thanks, thanks, thanks. Uh,
2: are are you appreciate uh, it. And are you you're going to uh get a permante's though? You're gonna uh, report you know, back.
1: You know, in the midst of doing some positive work for the community, I one hundred percent not only am I going to get Permanes, but I most likely will have a permante's Brothers uh a hoodie on when I go get it. <laughs> they got merch? Yeah, they well, do. All right. How about yeah, that? They do have merch.
2: Um, yeah. Speaking of uh, of merch, um, love me some Dollar Shave Club. The Dollar oh, Shave Club right. six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless mm. steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things mm. smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. Mm, uh, so, really nice. so this is the final year for the Sunday ticket uh, on Direct TV, and there's a report out from Dylan Byers of Puck News that says Apple could be the new place for Direct or for Sunday Ticket moving forward after this upcoming season, and that the out-of-market package could spike to as much as three billion dollars per year that Apple would be willing to play to pay to bring in and have the rights to Sunday Ticket. So, if you need uh, another example of why NFL is king. Uh, there it is—three billion dollars a year potentially, just to have the right to air those games moving forward. So,
3: I mean, can I say this? Like, I'm, I'm hopeful Apple gets it. That's ridiculous price, and we'll get to that. But Directv is a scam. It's a ripoff. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be real with you, and I, I we don't do the whole satellite dish thing. We, we do the whole streaming service, but. They charged me, what do you call them, m- m- uh, mother suckers? Is that what you call them, LeVar? Yeah. yeah. Dude, suckers. they charged me five times last year, and I was I literally, like I remember I was going back through for, for some taxes. They're like, why do you have five charges from DirecTV? I go, yeah, here's the thing. I said we, we were like setting up our account, all this stuff, and they kept charging us. I have no idea why um, for us buying this Sunday NFL ticket package. And yet they kept – so even though we called and we were, like, trying to get a hold of someone to take it off, they never took it off. They kept all five on. Like, to this day, I can still not get anyone from Sunday NFL <laughs> Ticket or DirecTV to take it off of my, <laughs> my charge card or give me a refund back. It's, it's unbelievable. So I hope Apple gets it. I hope they take it away from DirecTV, those losers,
1: and they figure <laughs> out a way of making this better.
2: Mm. My God. gosh.
1: Gosh. And there you have it. Uh, hey, ladies and gentlemen. The mic has hit the yeah, floor.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just talking saying, about. Like, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I'm getting, I got charged. Sucker. I think it was, like, yeah. it was like
3: 160 bucks. I think they charged me like 600 bucks <laughs> in total because they kept charging my credit card. I'm like, I, and I even disputed it with Amex. They're like, well, you know, you just got to call DirecTV. I was like, thanks, Amex. You're a lot of help, too. Like, there's, <laughs> there's <some warranty." laughs> I mean, who That's else?
1: so crazy because I've had that same issue with, with things connected to um, – that that area i'll say yeah not being able to cancel a subscription like dude (laughs) it
3: is outright someone's got to stop that i mean (laughs) i I don't know if it's lee Lee to our producer i feel like we could probably stick on this and we'll get some results yeah the pitbull that's what i was just gonna say (laughs) Yeah. yeah
2: Um, so why is, uh, uh so what's going to happen to Directv after this though, because Sunday tickets really been, I think what's been keeping them together. And I think it's, it's might be now AT&T. I don't know. And, yeah, and for more, who cares? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so this is going to be a massive loss for Directv, obviously. And for those of you wondering, oh, since they're changing services, does that mean the price I have to pay for it is going to go down? Probably not. Uh, the reports are that it's going to be about the same to have a Sunday ticket, which is in the three to $400 range. And I think there's an additional package if you want to get the red zone. I think that's like an additional charge as well, too. So it's not really going to impact people from a price standpoint. But I do wonder, if, if you run a business, if you run a sports bar or a restaurant, How's that going to work? Do you have a centralized box that's going to control everything that they send you out? Like, like what is this going to look like moving forward? Because it feels like there's still some things they got to f- figure out and tie together. Because they've put businesses in a place to where you almost have to have it. Like if you have a sports bar and you don't have Sunday ticket and they charge by capacity, so they come in, they take a look at how many people are inside your venue at max capacity, and that's how they determine what they charge you. So what?
3: Wait, so wait, hold on. Let's just go back and then review this. Yeah. So you're telling me. Direct TV would send a person. They'd be like, "Well, tell us your busiest time of year. We're going to send someone to come check out your actual max capacity, and they're going to count every single person in the bar,
2: N- number or, of or, seats, or do they
3: just they, they just look they just actually look at the max
2: capacity, yeah. number, of okay. yeah, yeah, at, the yeah. number of seats? Yeah, they look at they look at the number of seats, and that's how they determine. You would create the price this they idea
3: charge. that like some guys walking in, like counting with a piece of paper. They like, do every single person. They, that's send, in there. they yeah. send they send somebody will
1: out walk there. In. Yeah,
2: yeah, they send somebody they will, out there.
1: Not only will they walk in, but if it's like a pay per view deal going on that's when they that's when they really will come in and check on sports bars and restaurants i know
2: Be, because I there think. are there are ways that you can scam the system I, i've been to oh, places yeah i've been to places to where they're basically streaming go, everything on one box yeah
1: yeah, yeah you could bring the so, box as they should
2: so that's how they uh and, and there's like a heavy fine attached to it if you get popped for that so you
1: could bring a box from someone's house yes and put it in your restaurant <laughs>
4: yes Yes. Yeah, uh, it and is, it has uh, been known to work. Yeah, for, for certain people. <laughs> what do you mean,
1: Lamar? Uh, I, I will remain. In, uh, people will remain nameless for the, for the sake that it could be incriminating information. <laughs> um, but it has worked for like Mayweather fights and stuff like has that. Has it? From what I heard,
2: <laughs> specifically Mayweather fights. From huh? From what I heard. Yeah. Uh, well, those are expensive too. If you uh, yeah. depending on how big your place is. Um, yeah. but I, I it just was only
1: a single single purchase it wasn't a uh, it wasn't a capacity purchase so <laughs> there you go is that at work that was a story that was told to me once before
2: oh, yeah it was yeah. <laughs> so if anybody wonders why they charge you know uh fees to get into places to watch fights or why there's a, a cover That's charge what,
3: to offset those heavy costs yes
2: there's uh it's, yeah. it's very expensive to uh to run those things but are, are you surprised that that three billion dollars is the number attached to this if this is the number that that it's that much to have the right to show these games uh,
3: reportedly the number's inflated because the the broadcast rights are so expensive and so that's the theory is that fox and cbs uh help prop this number up uh which which leads me to think that you know it you'd think it would go down in the future because i don't you know as more people cord cut and they do go to streaming, you would think that, you know, eventually the broadcast rights are going to start to tail downwards and maybe streaming goes up. But like, I feel like this is already an overly inflated number for how many people actually stream and subscribe to it. Now, they might have different metrics they look at because, you know, if you look at broadcast and, and, and cable and how they go about viewership, the metrics they use aren't you can't apply them to streaming. Because streaming, the, the time spent so much shorter. It's people on phones, tablets, iPads, w- whatever the case is. And, it, and it's not going to be applied the same way, especially when they look at like views and clicks and all that stuff, right? So it, it, just, it seems like it's a really high number uh, this early in the game. But also if it's going to lock down um, the rights for quite some time it, it kind of makes sense that if you're Apple, and plus you'd rather overpay just so you can get into it, right? Yeah. You don't You don't have access. And if you can get into the number one live event sport and you can own that now moving forward, Apple will definitely know what to do with it.
1: I just wonder at what point does the threshold hit in terms of the amount of money that the NFL is able to generate? Like, because if Apple's doing that, that's a bunch of geeks, right? Bunch of nerds. <laughs> they got so much information. Like, they have information. Like, there's probably no other company that has more information about their clientele, their 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 audiences, than an Apple. So, if they're paying that amount of money to get the rights, then imagine how much they're generating off of having that 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 deal and that contract like uh, to me at what point do you say wow you know what we can't give out a contract this large to a player anymore it's it's just the salary cap has got to stop here at what point do you say man tv deal has to stop here we can't go any higher than this it's like it's kind of mind-boggling that the numbers continue to go up at such a staggering amount Right.
2: I, I mean, it, they survived COVID and flourished and shined through COVID. I don't think it's ever going down. I think it's just going to continue to escalate up, and, and, and maybe they'll kind of flatten out for a short time, but I think the NFL has mastered the ability to add some new element, whether it's gambling, fantasy football, you name it, to the league to try and take it to the next level. I don't think it's ever going to stop.
3: I, I, I think it'll stop because, I, again, I, I think at some point your audience isn't growing. Like at some point, your audience is going to stay kind of steady around what it is. Unless this sport goes international and you're talking about you know, being able to infiltrate other countries and now the viewership going way up, maybe that, that's a different story then. But until that day, which it's really a, a United States of America sport, you know there's interest elsewhere, but not, it's not like soccer. When you think about soccer worldwide – when the World Cup's on, like, you have so many countries involved. Or when the Olympics are on, there's so many people tuning in. It's not like that for football, necessarily. At least not to that magnitude. So that's where I feel like to LaVar's I do feel like there's going to be a bubble. Like, it eventually will pop. It'll, they'll eventually have to find other revenue streams. That's probably gambling. Like, that's where, as far as the salary cap, the league revenue, everything they're generating, it'll, it'll stay healthy. It's just, you know, the main source – may not be from TV or streaming. It it may be from gambling one day.
2: Well, listen, for the betterment of the league, uh, we would like to encourage you to tell all your kids, just watch the NFL and listen to this show because we do majority NFL because we don't want that bubble to burst, you know? Like, we just uh, – this is a football show, you know, first and foremost. I mean, if it here.
3: did burst, though, it would still give us something to talk about. You realize Oh, well, yeah. I, yeah, that's yeah. fine.
2: But, you know, and something to gamble on. Yeah. I mean, there, there's, it's, there's a,
3: it's like a car accident. You can't help but not look and I mean, still watch and talk about it, right?
2: You know, I mean, and now we're ripping, you know, geeks, car accidents. I mean, you guys are just all over the place here. You ripped I mean, uh, DirecTV. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly.
3: Like, DirecTV and your customer service. My God.
2: LaVar, you don't think there's one non-geek that works at Apple? Like, not one, one – person that works at apple that you go hey that's
1: a cool guy right there you think they're all geeks uh i I never said that geeks aren't cool that so that's a bad yeah i don't know what your uh experience you said it like it
3: was
2: a compliment i
1: apologize lavar
3: i'll put it this way can anyone break can anyone break 11 second 100 meter dash
1: you know what's crazy (laughs) I'm, i'm gonna tell you what's crazy are you going to answer easy, the question? The easy, yeah, answer, on, the easy answer would be no. That would be the easy answer. But there is guaranteed lock. One dude or one one person there, a, a woman, that is fast as hell. They're athletic as hell. They're just not interested in it. <laughs> they're just not interested in being athletic as hell. Or they are. Because you know what? Most geeks, they do athletic things, right? They, they get up. They run. Like they, they, they hold maintain. Yeah, they'll, routines. they'll
3: geek out. They'll geek out on like that. Yeah, like yeah, or. Rugby yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I will say yes. There are athletes that are geeks, um, and and it's not an insult it's really not an insult they're just smarter than than the normal joe and yeah. and that's just it is what it is yeah. and you notice or, or. i didn't say the normal pro i said the or, normal joe or, or, yeah. or the couple so, joe so. Yeah. yeah yeah or nor, yeah yeah the couple joe yeah no joe. that's, yeah. A, that's yeah. a good point
2: but i was who who ran yeah. this uh this sub 11 or was it, 11 second 100 or what is it uh that that is this labar we're talking about here that ran this i mean i oh, was gonna i'm sure you could okay was that in the article cuz i i wasn't willing See, to, that's to $10. pay well, no, that's 10 dollars I, I was asking because Um, I forgot my password and I wasn't willing to pay for a new subscription to uh, The Athletic to read the article. So I was just going to wait till you
1: talked about it on the air. I can send it to you. It's um, it's ten dollars. That's (laughs) that's overly (laughs) passive. This is
2: why I refuse to pay for that subscription to read the article because of this fine system that you two juice has have rigged to your Mm -hmm. advantage to where I'm now going broke every time I want to be a smart ass on the air unfair hey, my wife Why do you got call me these new walking heads? shoes yeah Jesus. speaking of
1: i mean speaking of that my you know my wife got me these new walking shoes you know Ooh, that they're supposed brand? to be like the best ones out on the market you guys know the name of them
2: uh hookah Hoka.
1: yeah whatever. yeah that's, that's exactly too. what they are yeah. Yeah. I, I i've got, got them
3: dude i'm already there already yeah, there man they're not walking they're actually mine like running shoes like moon shoes. yeah that's yes. exactly
1: right so how, how you feel using them
3: Dude, I love them. I mean, yeah. it literally—it's—it's it's after my my feet that are all jacked up. It's the only thing that allows me to like run outside on the road and all that, or on treadmill, and not be like dying the next day. But uh, the only it's thing i like on a track, right? Oh, like it feels great. Track. But- But the problem is, is if you misstep, bro, like those things, the insoles are so thick, like you're turning an ankle. If you've got any ligaments left in your ankles,
2: you're You're going to turn an ankle. It's ice skates. Yeah. No (laughs) side-to-side movement, LeVar. Like no side-to-side shuffle. Which is crazy
1: because I broke them in on the football field at practice yesterday. Be careful. Yeah.
2: But but yeah, they're like walking on pillows. It uh, is. They're nice. Um, yeah,
1: very cushiony. Yeah, better than Directv's customer service. Tell you, oh, thanks, Trish. You thanks for thanks for my shoes, Trish.
2: You won't find a nerd in one of those. That for I sure. don't know, man.
1: I you do. Might, you might find more nerds in them. I didn't even know about them. I just was like Nike and Adidas. You see that on my shoe? That's his Adidas. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's a <laughs> North, North Hills Hocus. It's hey, uh, hey. two pros and a cup of Joe That's here. That's the
1: program, baby. Yeah, Alvin Mack. Uh, that, yeah. is, that is a people good people might be too young for that you
2: know? no, listen. So By the, James, it's that time of the year James Kahn, the, uh, the uh, head coach hey, he of passed the program away. Yeah, he just passed away. from uh, ESU uh, alright, two pros and a cup of joe here Fox Sports Radio, coming up next Live Bet Jesus is hovering somewhere in the skies over the studio, ready to hand out a winner it's yours right here on FSR two pros and what a cup of joe fox sports radio i don't know what song is this is this uh is wait it? a minute my girl by volbeat oh, okay oh. Oh. it's a bad song <laughs> i mean <sighs> this is this
3: isn't a good song you're right <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't tend to agree with you often but th- this is this is not good <sighs>
2: Oh man. Very uh, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I just uh, I love how uh, anybody can get it at any time on this show it doesn't matter I mean, a musical artist a customer service rep a shoe company a restaurant uh, just <laughs> just anybody uh, is going to catch uh, catch it from time to time so there's that uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here uh, top of next hour we will have a more uh, football conversation for you because you know it's more interesting than the NBA and Major League Baseball so we're going to get into that for you here a uh, little over 10 minutes from now. See, I was just
3: at a baseball game last night, and I can concur. Like, uh, <laughs> it's, it's cool to go to, but, man, it was like the fifth or sixth setting. I'm like, we're two hours into this thing, and it's only like halfway over.
2: <laughs> and, uh, it's just and, and just ready to go. Remember, like, when you were a kid, though, you want to stay for the entire game. Like, got to see everything. And now yeah. you realize, eh, we're good. You know, not really, uh, we, can, we can bail at any point. Uh, by the way, we were brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club. The six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. Nobody so, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I mean, I oh, who's gonna, that? I, I, that wasn't even planned. I was going to ask you guys about something else here on the show. Yeah, who cares, uh, just, yeah I Because I mean, now uh, there's a piece of paper falling down onto the desk. I, I think it is because all is the lights real? are out uh, in the real? studio. Here, uh, there's a, a weird cloud formation above the studio. It could be a bat. It is could that be from um, Lee's but I have Anywhere no idea. Uh, it, it might be from the flies uh, that have uh, that have infested the uh, studio here. Uh, but now this, uh, just so you guys know, we're on the up and up here. All right, this is there's no shenanigans, no grab ass here. No, this, this is, is a serious is sports talk yeah. radio show. Yeah, this is the piece of paper that Live Bet Jesus has just thrown down onto the desk from the sports book in the sky.
1: Oh, that sounds real oh, wow. That's not big so valid. So much balance with the paper falling.
2: It is this morning on the 14th day of July 2022 that I Live Bet Jesus proclaimed the pick to be Justin Thomas over Shane Lowry. On the tenth hole at St Andrews. Nice. How about and that? What, what are they
3: putting right now? Is, uh, is that? No, I mean, <laughs>
2: come on. Does Justin
3: Thomas have a tap-in birdie? Oh,
2: this is uh, dude, just. A, I, I'm. This is an outrage. Uh, the one of the only loyal guests we have on this show, other than Petros and Albert Breer, and uh, and you guys are going to discredit him here for
1: on the lab, air. Jesus.
2: Yeah. Uh, talk talk about a guest list for the I ages. Was so
1: uninterested in this one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it's golf.
1: Uh, I mean, maybe. Yeah? Probably so. (laughs) I mean, amongst other reasons, by the way. Yeah.
2: You know, we we should do a a specific would you rather next hour. We should come up with random sporting events and see if LeVar would rather watch those or a golf event. We should do that.
1: I'd rather text you guys the content that I've been sending you guys versus (laughs) listening to this.
3: What, what is the? Yeah, uh, you is don't crazy love when Jonas this
1: does a, this and goes on his, you know. I, I, I do like is. it. I I, th- I find it to be, aiming, from the Jonah standpoint, but oh, from man. the like betting part of it, it's like kind of like, eh, you know.
2: Eh.
3: Where are they at on eh. the hold? Are they are they like literally putting right now? Not even
2: there. Oh sure. It's on the up and up, man. i don't, I'm done. not there yeah. yet.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me,
4: Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker.